Hello, and welcome to another episode of Quilt Buzz, the podcast featuring your favorite folks from across the quiltiverse. I'm Amanda of Broadcloth Studio, and I'm joined by Anna of Wax and Wayne Studio. Hi, everyone. Wendy, the weekend quilter. Hey. And our special guest, Julie at Running Stitch Quilts. Hello. Um, Before we jump into all the quilty fun, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, Julie? Um, Yeah, my name is Julie Burton. I am from Texas, but I currently live in Michigan with my husband and our two daughters, and I design quilt patterns at Running Stitch Quilts. And when, where in Texas are you from? Because I feel like that makes a difference to some people. I'm from Fort Worth. Okay. So it's been a big change in weather. When did you move to Detroit, right? Um, yeah, we moved here in July. It was fantastic in July. It was nice in 75, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but now it's cold. <laughs> so a bit of a change. So you've yeah. had to buy all new winter gear. I did. I actually ordered a heavy winter coat and it's at the post office since like the 19th. I don't know. I don't know how, know, know how to get it. Oh, no. <laughs> it's being held captive. I mean, you could quilt yourself a coat. Just That would take more time than I have, I think. More time than since the 19th? <laughs> it's on my bucket list to make a, a quilt coat, though. I'm fascinated by them. Do you have a pattern already picked out for it? No. Just an I want to do that someday idea. Fair enough. That's allowed. so now that we know a little bit more about you could you tell us uh the story behind your instagram handle um yeah i used to be a runner i guess i still run but not as much and i was joking with a friend one day like if i ever make quilting a business i'm gonna call it running stitch ha 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 and then i did (laughs) (laughs) did you ever deviate from that plan did you try to like change the name up or was it no you knew a good thing when you saw it I, th- I thought it was funny and clever. Maybe it wasn't. I don't know, but it makes it, it makes me laugh. So, did the name <laughs> did the name come up as you're running one day and you're like, oh yeah, that uh, is so good. <laughs> probably it's been a few years, but that's that sounds right. <laughs> when did you um, when did you start quilting? Um, in two, 2014, um, I worked part time, so I needed an extra hobby, and I had been saving all these quilts on Pinterest for I don't know what reason. And then I kind of bought a sewing machine on, on a whim one day and was like, I'm going to make, make a quilt. And then I did. <laughs> Had you sewn before that or was no. this your first? No. So yeah. you just yeah. went to the internet. I did. Bought a sewing machine. Yes. Well, my, <laughs> and my mom didn't teach me like what a bobbin was. I didn't know like how to thread the machine. Yeah. I almost gave, gave up right then because I was really frustrated with it. Um, yeah, I got, I got through the, the bobbin part. And then um, I made like pot holders, I think was my very first project. And then I made all, like I cut out the two squares of fabric and the batting, like all at nine inches exactly. I'm like, how do I keep these from like even in the, qu-? I didn't understand like basting. It was a learning process along the way. But. What is your favorite rookie mistake that you made looking back now? Probably that one, not knowing how to keep all of the fabric together. In this in the sewing machine, or um, my very first project, I used like the old, you know, like the orange junk drawer scissors to like oh cut yeah, my fabric. <laughs> that very first time. <laughs> yeah. 
I think I did that when I first started quilting and my sister kind of looked at me really weirdly. <laughs> she knew how to do it. That would be an easier way to do this. Yeah. Yeah. How long did it take you to figure out that there was a world beyond scissors? The, the junk drawer scissors. Um, I don't know, some Googling. And about an hour later, I was back at Hobby Lobby like, buying more stuff. It's like, oh, it's that lady again. <laughs> so... When you started making quilts, did you follow a pattern at first or did you kind of wing it and make something up? Or um, I didn't know that patterns were a thing, honestly. I, I had seen all of these tutorials for like half square triangles and various pattern, like basic patterns online. So I kind of just thought, oh, that's how you make a quilt. And then I think down the line, I was like, oh, there are patterns for this. You can like, people give you the fabric, fabric requirements and cutting instructions. That's cool. So it took me a, a minute to understand that that was, that was a thing. And then I was immediately editing them and changing them to be some be something different. And is that sort of how you began to start writing your own quilt patterns then? I th yeah, I guess. So. I mean, I was always making the size different or adding a border here or I don't think I've ever followed a pattern like exactly. So you're always kind of riffing and creating patterns unintentionally. Yeah. That's a standard, I feel like, journey. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's usually like, yeah, I can do better than that pattern, whatever they recommend. <laughs> For better or worse. When did you decide to get into the world of writing your own pattern? I don't know. I guess I've created a quilting Instagram kind of, so I found um, the IG Quilt Fest at one point and I wanted to participate. So I made a whole Instagram for that. Okay. And then I found other pattern designers like, oh, people can do this for a living or like make to make to make money. It's like, I'll try it out. <laughs> I wasn't working with them, so. Uh, for those folks that aren't as familiar with your work, Julie, can you kind of describe your quilting pattern design style? Um, I think I am a little bit traditional, but a little bit modern. Um, I like traditional blocks. I like repeating blocks in a quilt. Um, but then I think where I'm a little bit more modern, I like with the color placement or fabric selection. Um, I have to take a traditional block and see what I can do with it to make it look more modern. Um, and that's typically where my quilt patterns come from. Are you, what's your favorite traditional block, quilt block to riff on? Uh, star. So where do you get your inspiration from? I mean, I know you talk about it comes from a lot of traditional blocks, but then, you know, where is that sort of modern element coming from? Um, I think I get a lot of inspiration from where I live. Um, we're a military family, so we move a lot. And so we've gotten to live in a lot of geographically different parts of the country. And so I think living in the mountains versus living by the coast versus living in the Arctic wasteland um, kind of gives <laughs> different perspectives on uh, colors and patterns and quilts and stuff. Do you find yourself like taking pictures while you're outside and in your environment and then translating it into um I Do you? I have palette? a folder for every location of this okay. random like nature pictures. Mm -hmm. um, I have an idea in the back of my head that someday I'm going to write a quilt pattern or design a quilt for every place we've lived. Um, I want to translate Spanish moss into a quilt pattern. Um, not necessarily like um, identically, like maybe in a more abstract way. Um, I can't get it though. I've tried several times and it's not, it, it, I haven't gotten it, gotten it to work, but someday I will. So what program do you use when you um, design your quilt patterns? Um, mostly Illustrator. It's easiest for me. No but sometimes PowerPoint. EQ8, when I want to just play with like 
like um, rotating or repeating or something. Mm. Do you have any graphic design background or did you teach yourself illustrator? Um, I got a one hour lesson from Lindsay. She helped me with my like branding and she gave me a one hour lesson on InDesign and Illustrator. And then I've done a lot of Googling to support that. Sorry, which Lindsay is this? Because there's a couple of Lindsays on um, Lindsay Instagram. Berg Evan, she does um, graphic design and branding for a lot of quilters. Oh, oh I don't know if I know her. I don't think so, too. Oh. Must go stalker. We'll, yes. add her on the, we'll, we'll add her on the show notes. <laughs> <laughs> show notes, hit list, whatever you want. Yeah. <laughs> How many locations around the country have you lived? Um, I've lived in Texas, Louisiana, back in Texas. We went to Kansas, Kentucky, Georgia, and now we're in Michigan. Wow. So many different locations. Yeah. That's wildly different terrain too for your future quilting book. Exactly. (laughs) So of all the locations, like each time, like how long do you stay in the one place? Um, it depends on the job my husband's doing um, for like a, a school or something. He would only be there for about a year. Um, but for like his more of a, uh, they call it a KD position. That might be like two to three years. And right now we're in what he what's called a broadening assignment. So we'll be here for probably two to, two to three years. So another two to three years of the really cold. I know. <laughs> I feel sorry for you. <laughs> And do you bring your piles of finished quilts with you to every location or do you unload them before you move? Um, all of my fi- unfinished projects are in a, the downstairs basement, so I can't see them. <laughs> and then I, I, I did pare down my fabric stash, though. That's my one concession. Um, so all of my fabric stash can fit in one of those little like eight cubby. Oh, yeah. So you mentioned that, you know, you kind of, I'm going to say, fell into the world of quilting through Pinterest. Have you found that um, the posts that really stop your thumb as you're scrolling have changed in aesthetic quality or not quality, but like, um, like kind of the style and things like that? Or do you feel you've been pretty consistent since you started quilting? I think what is successful on Pinterest is different than what is successful on Instagram. Mm. So I, I think maybe similar similar styles of quilts I am still attracted to, but I think what you get, what gets seen is different. If that, if that makes sense. Do you mean um, like how it's presented? Like how it's, how I the- think on, I think on Pinterest, like full, like shots of full quilts, um, you get seen a lot and you get seen the, shown the same thing over and over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. Because people can pin the same thing a hundred times. Um, but on Instagram, it's a little bit more, more changing. And I think people on Instagram will show more of like their fabric pulls or like individual blocks or the process behind it whereas with Pinterest it's mostly just like the full finished quilt right I'm with you yeah since you started quilting in 2014 have you found that your style has evolved or do you think you like started out attracted to traditional blocks with a modern element to it and that's been pretty consistent yeah I think it's been pretty consistent across across the board I think my personal style is maybe evolving a bit and developing um in the last maybe year and a half or so um so that's been kind of fun to see where, where that's going um, how do you think it's changed um, i think maybe in terms of like colors maybe is where i'm going with that um i think i'm figuring out the colors i like the patterns i like or the fabric i like mm. and i'm finding more of a color palette that's more me than just whatever is out there 
Do you think by moving and having to purge your collection of fabrics that you've been able to really hone in on the colors that speak to you? Not really, because I don't like to have, I tend to buy fabric like for a project. I don't have, I don't pull from my stash for anything. So what I have in my stash is just like scraps and solids that I might use to play with a block or um, when working with design concepts. But like when I'm wanting to make a quilt, I will buy the fabric for that quilt. So when you are designing a quilt, do you use that design with certain colors in mind for that project? Sometimes. Sometimes the, the colors come first, but not usually. Usually the pattern comes first and then I try to fill the colors in. So Julie, I'm guessing in your fabric stash, there is lots of like quarter yards, half yards, because you're purchasing fabrics as a needs, as a needs basis. Yeah. <laughs> or like leftover fat quarters. If I, if I buy a bundle and there's like one or two leftover that I didn't use, mm-hmm. those get thrown in there. Yeah. Do you ever find yourself challenging yourself to use up all your scraps? No. So what, what happens with them? They, they just, they just sit there. <laughs> I have, I have a, like my actual scraps. I do cut down to different sizes and someday I'll make a, a make a, a quilt with them. But not yet. Not yet. <laughs> I had an idea that I was playing with and I was pulling, um, like pulling everything really randomly just to like not, just don't, don't, don't think about it and just so, and um, it's awful. So. <laughs> <laughs> and it makes you wonder like, why did I get this fabric in the yeah. first place? Well, I mean, when I first started quilting, I made quilts for other people as for fun. Yeah. And so it's fabric that they would like or for like their kids would like, mm-hmm. not something I would pick. And so it all you... together, it just looks really mishmashy. Yeah. Not my fave. So we know that you have two girls under the age. No, they're four and one, one. and a bit. Yeah. <laughs> one and a bit. <laughs> um, so how do you balance managing your own business and two young little girls? Um, I take advantage of nap time and then bedtime. Um, sometimes they watch a little bit more TV. If I have something I have to get done and they're awake, then I am happy with. Um, but also I try to be smart about the number of projects I take on and then realistic about how long it's going to take. It's going to take me to get it done. If I can only work on it for maybe two hours a day, um, it's going to take me a, a, a little bit longer than someone else who, who has all day. Has the older one started getting interested in trying to help you around the sewing room? She loves to play with the wonder clips. <laughs> don't know why. My um, son does too. Really putting the fabric on the design wall and she tells me she's she's quilting. Um, oh, cute. <laughs> I can see her um, making a quilt with me when she's a little, a little bit older. I started sewing around it when I was four. Really? Young. Yep. My grandma taught me how to hand sew, so... That's what we did together. I don't think she has the patience for that, <laughs> but she likes to push the buttons on this on the sewing machine. Oh, okie dokie. Now time to move on to our rapid fire quilty questions. Are you ready, Julie? Yes. Okay, Anna, why don't you kick us off? Okay. What is your favorite time of day to quilt? Um, Mid morning, but I don't get to quilt then. So I'm going to say after bedtime. <laughs> Do you wear shoes while sewing? I wear slippers in the house, but I like my pedal foot to be barefoot. Music, Netflix, podcasts, or the sounds of silence while quilting? Um, The sound of silence. Do you prefer the silence of nap time or the silence of bedtime? The silence Mm -hmm. of nap time because I'm not as tired. Favorite snack while quilting? 
Um, I don't really eat while I quilt, but um, maybe like a protein bar if I do. So the less noisy snacks. Like I can keep it in the wrapper. I don't have to like wipe my hands off every time I think yeah. about it. Yeah. I mean, there are some pretty noisy snacks out there, you know? like I was going to say Go-Gurt might be an option. Is that still a thing? Yeah, my kids just ate Julie's face. <laughs> Yogurt in a tube was not my favorite. <laughs> That's also messy. You yeah, can't, because I've never had a, one. Because it's a tube, you can't really set it down. Uh, so oh, it yeah. has, you have to hold it the whole time. And Unless you put it in a cup. Put it in a cup. But then you might as well just have a regular yogurt. <laughs> in a cup. <laughs> and we've just, just like cups of yogurt. <laughs> we've just taken Gogurt's monopoly down. <laughs> We know that your favorite traditional block is a sawtooth star. What is your second runner-up? Uh, maybe just a regular flying geese. Classic. <laughs> what is your favorite color? Navy blue. What's your favorite Kona color? Um, Windsor is the perfect shade of navy. Well, that's beautiful, that color. That's good to know. Mm. <laughs> what color fabric do you use the most? Um, probably snow for background. Solids or print fabrics? Um, I like prints that read like solids, so like basics and blenders. So who's your favorite fabric designer? Um, I really like um, Alexia Abeg from Ruby Star. And then any of the art gallery designers are, right, are, are awesome. Uh, what's the last fabric you bought? I took advantage of some Black Friday sales and bought a bunch of red, white, and blue fat quarters for scrappy flag kits for next year. Nice. Where from? Um, from Social Stitch. Her name's from Mandy Purcell. Um, she mm. has patterns for me, and she has a fabric shop. And then from somewhere else, I can't remember off the top of my head. I've never heard of that place. We'll add yeah. that onto the show notes. Yeah, you should. She's awesome. What's your favorite quilt shop? Um, I do most of my shopping online, so Fabric Bub and Stash Fabrics, because they have all the, the Kona colors. How do you organize your fabrics? Is it by color, designer? Size, print, solids. By color. Yeah? Okay. And where do you store your scraps? Um, I have a Tupperware bin for each color family. So organized. Yes. (laughs) What sewing notion couldn't you live without? Um, Right now, I'm really into the diagonal seam tape. Yeah. You don't have to to mark the, the lines. From Cluck Cluck Sew? Yeah. What thread brand do you use? Um, mostly Orofil. What is your pressing preference? Um, whatever works. I don't care. Pick one. HSTs, curves, or strip piecing? HSTs. Machine or hand quilt? Machine. Machine or hand bind? Machine. What's your favorite part of the quilting process? Um, whenever you put all the blocks together and you see the full quilt top for the first time. What's one bad quilting habit you wish you could give up? Um, I don't change my rotary cutter blade until I'm like hacking away at my, my fabric awful. <laughs> I do the same thing. Same. Guilty. <laughs> I mean, they're not expensive. I could just change the blade. And every, every time I'm like, next time I won't wait so long. And then yeah. I do it every time. Yeah. But then when you change the new blade, you're more prone to like to be in an accident because <laughs> And you can't stop bleeding, like for like a good like fifteen minutes or so. That's it. How many accidents have you had? Yeah, a few. It, it, it looks like a murder scene on my cutting mat. Oh god! Oh she sends us close-up pictures. It's not fun. 
<laughs> Who is your quilty BFF? Um, I'm going to say my friend Vicky. We're actually friends from college, um, but we recently reconnected over quilting. So that's been kind of fun to kind of reconnect with her. Did you reconnect over Instagram or in person? Um, over Instagram, because she's still in Texas. But um, she made so one of my patterns as her first quilt. And so she reached out asking for some advice. And we just kind of kept in, kept in, in touch from there. Who's your quilty crush? Um, I'm going to say Brittany of Lo and Behold Stitchery. I just, I just like her style. What's your favorite recent make? Um, probably a Mountain Valley I did for my quilt along. It's like all linens and wovens, and it's super fun. Um, how many quilts are in your whip pile right now? Too many. But they're downstairs, <laughs> and I can't see them, so I decided- They don't exist. They've been banished in the basement. <laughs> yes, they have. Do you have any other hobbies? Um, I run sometimes when I don't have a stroller. <laughs> well, less now, but I still run. We've got just a couple more quick questions for you, Julie. First up is, who are three accounts you think everyone should be following and why? Okay. Um, first, Pride and Joy Quilting. Um, she has this really intricate um, foundation paper piece portraits. I thought they were paintings when I first saw them. They are so detailed and they are beautiful. Um, and I could never, ever do that. So I think it's really cool to see other people doing that. And then secondly, um, at Night Quilter, her name's Kitty Wilkin. Um, I love her, but she has this really great way of like capturing milestones or like a, her her year in a quilt. So I think a year or two ago, she did um, like every hiking excursion they went on, she did like a tree block. And at the end, she had like a quilt of, of it. And then cool. this year she did a running quilt. So like every um, range of miles was a, di a different color fabric. And then she added in like the runner means something and the tree means something. And like a PR is marked, marked a certain way. Um, so that's just really really clever and really cool cool to see and then lastly um color of connection quilt i know you guys had kiana on here earlier she's actually one of my testers and i love her but i'm really excited to see what what they do with their nonprofit this this coming up year so before we sign off do you have any fun projects in the horizon that you're able to share with us um yeah i have a pattern that i'm working on right now it's still in the beginning stages um so hopefully i can have that out maybe in february and then I also have an idea for a pattern series, um, which I've never done before. I'm pretty excited to see kind of where that goes and uh, play with that. Is it a series of mini quilts or regular size quilts? Um, regular size quilts, but they all have a similar look to them. So I think I'm going to write them in a series. I don't know yet. I'm still kind of playing with it. Ooh, and so we should keep an eye cool. out for that for next summer? Yeah, sure. 2021. <laughs> yeah. In the new year. You know, the, you know 2021 is just right around the corner. Thank God, right? Oh my God, yes. So we need to wrap today up and we hope that you enjoyed today's show. If you'd like to contact any of us, we can most easily be found on our Instagram accounts. I'm at Broadcloth Studio. Wendy. I am the dot weekend quota. Anna. I am at Wax and Wayne Studio. And Julie. I'm at Running Stitch Quilts. Or you can go to our podcast account at quilt.buzz or our website quiltbuzzpodcast.com for our previous episodes and updates on upcoming guests. If you enjoyed today's podcast, we hope that you subscribe to the show and tell your quilty friends about us. Thank you so much for joining us and we'll talk to you again soon. Bye. 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 Bye.